3: Presented by AT&T, connecting changes everything. What's spring like in winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth. Having three resorts, Park City Mountain, Deer Valley, and Woodward Park City in your backyard. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. Discover spring in winter's favorite town. Learn to visit safely at visitparkcity.com.
4: Using your Aspiration Zero credit card helps fight climate change. It's true. See, Aspiration Zero plants a tree each time you make a purchase. And tree planting is one of the most effective ways to combat global warming. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach carbon zero. Aspiration Zero. One card, zero carbon footprint. Learn more at aspiration.com. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank, pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank, member FDIC 2021.
5: The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports bank partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code RJBell and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources void where prohibited gambling problem call 1-800 gambler in tennessee call or text the tn red line 1-800-889-9789 in connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny
1: 467-369 you're listening to fox sports radio, radio.
5: well you heard the man
6: so little time, so much to talk about. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, so visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The future has always had a way of arriving ahead of schedule, and here we are. The college football Final Four is upon us, and well, there certainly will be movement after today's action, and The NFL continues to rage. There's still one undefeated team and one team looking for their first win. We're going to chop that up tonight as we start to separate the pretenders from the contenders. This is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm joined in studio by Steve Fezik, the only two-time winner of the prestigious Hilton Now Westgate Super Contest. And together, well, we're going to quench your thirst tonight like you're drinking from a fire hose. As they say back in Chanhassen, It's going to be lit. This is straight out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Fez, before we get to a raucous Sunday NFL slate, we are now to the survive and advance portion of the uh, college football season. A lot of action today. Bama goes down, but that doesn't mean, according to your calculation, your high IQ ability to look deeply into these things, it's been a rite of passage that. Nick Saban and Alabama are usually in the college football Final Four when all is said and done. Right now, they're on the outside looking in, but according to you, there is a path back in.
7: Yes, I don't know if my IQ or lack thereof has anything to do with it, but I'm here to make a case. The narrative that's going around is Alabama's in deep trouble now. Alabama, they may just have lost their chance to be in the Final Four, and I'm going to disagree I think that Alabama has an exceptional chance, much more than a 50-50 chance, to get into that Final Four, and here's why. A lot of times when a team loses, we hear about, oh, they need help. They need upsets. I'm going to make the case Alabama just needs things to play out according to form, and they should be just fine, and here's why. I get it. There's three teams that are probably going to get in above them, deservedly so, LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson. But where is the fourth team that's going to replace Alabama? Georgia? I don't see it. Georgia has to win out. They have to win at Auburn. They have to beat Texas A&M. Okay, that can happen. But they got to beat LSU. And Georgia's going to be... Probably a touchdown underdog in that game against LSU, so it's unlikely. And that would
6: be in the SEC championship game, Correct. to clarify.
7: Correct, and I just can't believe that a two-loss Georgia team, if they don't win the SEC, is going to get in over Alabama. All right, that's all right.
6: No, they won't. They won't. A two-loss right. team that doesn't win their conference, that's never happened.
7: So let's look at the three teams that can Go ahead and take Alabama out if Alabama runs the table. And, of course, Alabama does have to run the table, and they do have to win at Auburn, but that's likely. So Oklahoma, that's the same Oklahoma team I was watching that uh, had to defend a two-point conversion and was ranked ninth by the committee. That two-point conversion failed. The only reason they're still alive. I cannot see Oklahoma getting in over them. But all of the people on the West Coast are like Fez, Pac-12. We got two one-loss teams, Oregon and Utah, if either one of those teams runs the table, won't they be a conference champion and take Alabama's slot away? And I'd make the argument, how? What's Oregon? They're 0-1 in the SEC.
6: Lost to Auburn, right?
7: Played one game and lost it. And Utah, their non-conference schedule included Northern Illinois and Idaho State. Are we really going to say when push comes to shove, and I'm not going to talk about any kind of corruption or anything, but bottom line is, is a committee going to put Utah in the Final Four over Alabama when every single college football expert out there is going to tell you that Alabama is more than a touchdown better than Utah? I don't see it. I think Alabama, if things play out according to form, it's going to be just fine, but they do need one loss by
6: Georgia. Call the Peabody people. That is one of the best dissertations. Think about what you just said. You're granting the fact that it's probably going to be Ohio State, Clemson, and LSU, but LSU should beat Georgia. That would give them a second loss. Bama should run the table. I believe they will. Very uncharacteristic for Nick Saban and that group today to turn the ball over as much as they did, but they fought their way back in. Fez, I think what you just said has a lot of merit. We shall see. The one thing we do know, although Ohio State looks formidable, uh, in the short history of this current format of how the college football championship series plays out with the Final Four... The team that is the initial number one ranked team has never won at all. So that would be Ohio State this year. I'm not casting aspersions, just saying in the short tenure of this format. That's the way it is played out. One other quick subject I want to broach because there's talk that Freddie Kitchens could be fired. He's the head coach of the Cleveland Browns in case you don't read the paper. Could be fired sooner rather than later. Jay Gruden has already been fired. We saw Willie Taggart get fired, the head coach at Florida State. They paid him $17 million to go away. That's Steve Fezzik money, man. You don't, that's a lot of money to pay a guy to not show up mm. to work. The point being, look, I've always said, Fez, coaching is tougher than going to medical school. You know why I say that? If you finish last in your class in medical school, they call you doctor. You finish last in the NFL, your son calls you up to say, Dad, I just heard your name on the radio. You're fired. (laughs) Let's talk real quickly because there's no one I'd rather hear this from than you. Having to do with the relative value, how do you quantify coaches, and how many points they're worth in the same way we've talked about quarterbacks.
7: Yeah, it's very difficult because, think about it, when you're doing all your powerings, I make my power for each and every team, well, the coach is part of that, and how do I distinguish? It's not like he suddenly says, you know what, I'm going to go to Cabo this week, and you guys are on your own, so I will say this, <laughs> Belichick is number one on my list. The distance between Belichick and the number two coach in the NFL, who I have is Sean Payton, that distance is greater than the distance between Sean Payton and just an average NFL coach. Belichick is so much better, and frankly, that's why the New England Patriots have beaten the wise guys for years because what do the wise guys do? They take all these stats. The underlying stats supposedly are going to tell you how good each and every NFL team is, but it doesn't work with the Patriots, and here's why, Bernie, because Bill Belichick and company His staff will make the optimal decision more often than not. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care what the media says. If it's fourth and two on his own, 28 against Peyton Manning and Indianapolis, he'll go for it, even though he's going to get destroyed by the media because it's the right thing to do. Same thing if it's third and 17 for an opponent, they'll give up 14 yards. Hey, it looks good in the stats, but it doesn't help the team pick up their first down. And because of that, Bill Belichick is worth so much more to the Vegas point spread than any other coaching staff.
6: Well, you are right about Belichick. As he's always said about the media, if I win, they can't touch me. If I lose, they can't save me. More on some of that stuff later and in future shows, but let's dive into this busy Sunday slate so we can get you folks ready. Speaking of Belichick, one of his disciples, Mike Vrabel, he's home tomorrow against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs opened up earlier in the week, minus 3.5, but some guy named Patrick Mahomes Rumor has it he's back on the field. That line has now gotten to six, Fez. The Titans, a sloppy team, full of self-inflicted wounds. They've allowed 38 sacks this year, number one in the NFL. They're number three in penalty yards. Last week alone against Carolina, turned the ball over three times, had 11 penalties. And in this series, Fez, it's been a road-dominated situation. The last nine meetings between these two teams, Kansas City and Tennessee, the road team is 7-2 and two straight up. 8-1 against the number.
7: Yeah, and all the money has been on Kansas City because Mahomes went from being uncertain whether to play to now we, he's been named the starter. That's why Casey has gone up from a 3.5 to a 6-point road favorite. I like the move at quarterback. Tannehill is an upgrade over Mariota. I'm surprised by this. I didn't expect that, but Tannehill has been playing very well. Despite that great play by Tannehill, Titans have still been lucky. That Mm -hmm. Charger game, those three touchdowns, what was it, three, four, five? Seemingly, the Chargers scored on every play in the final 30 seconds. Still found a way for the refs to reverse every one of them. And someone had to win, and Titans got the win. But I would argue the Titans are overrated based on that win and the win against the Bucs as well, a game that could have gone either way the week before. So Titans a little overrated. And Kansas City, I'm going to make a case they're a sleeping giant, Bernie. Here's why. Last year, that KC defense, it was bad. Despite that, Kansas City was favored in the AFC title game because the offense was so good. Well, that offense is still going to be really good. The Cheetahs back, Tyreek Hill, and Mahomes, I expect to be healthy by the end of the year. And that defense of Kansas City has really come around. New defensive schemes, new coordinator, playing much better. Held the Denver Broncos to six points. Held the Minnesota Vikings to 300 yards. If that Kansas City defense is even average, and I think it's going to be above average, Kansas City is going to find itself not just deep in the playoffs, but in the Super Bowl.
6: I'm assuming you like the Chiefs here. Is it a lean or is it a play on?
7: It is a lean on Kansas City just because I hate laying six on a road favorite. Um, all things being equal, I still uh, would prefer to play, if you just put a gun to my head, on most games I'm looking more towards the home underdog in the NFL than the road favorite, but um, this is a road favorite that I prefer.
6: Fair enough and I do agree that the Chiefs defense trending upward, of course they had nowhere else to go but up two or three weeks ago, they were 31st in a lot of key categories the Cleveland Browns and Freddie Kitchens hosting the Buffalo Bills, this is a one that'll be a little bit of a brain teaser. You've got a team that's two and six laying points to a team that's six and two. I get it. The cumulative record of the teams that the Bills have played is twenty-two and forty-seven, and that includes the Patriots. But I gotta tell you, this is one I'm, I'm I'm classifying this as meet the new boss, same as the old boss. What do I mean by that? Well, back to that coaching subject again. Last year, Hugh Jackson was unceremoniously fired as head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Since then, Baker Mayfield, this season, 58% completing his passes. Last in the NFL, 6 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 71.3 passer rating. That's pathetic. Last year at this time, Fez, the Browns, were 2-5-1. Now they're 2-6. Last year at this time, 21 points a game. The Browns were scoring. This year, 19. Last year, their points differential, minus 41 this year, it's minus 53. Oh, by the way, did I mention the fact that the Browns have committed 75 penalties, number one in the NFL? Put that in a blender. What does it spit out? The team was actually, at this point last year, producing better under Hugh Jackson. You know, it's interesting about
7: these Cleveland Browns, with all the problems that they've had with the two years that went by where they only won one game. Yet, in Vegas, one of the most bet-on teams has continued to be. Yes, yes. The Cleveland Browns, they are a better's delight, a darling. And that was certainly the case this year. With the supposed upgrades with the team, we saw all the money on the Browns for their season wins. They were the number 6 team at one point to win the Super Bowl, despite having only won eight games the three years prior. And, of course,
1: the Browns have just gone back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features Live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your moneyline, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card.
8: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
0: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
7: Terms and conditions apply. ...to being what the Browns typically are. A big part of it's been Kitchens struggling coaching. And, of course, Mayfield, he's actually gotten worse. He's the 26th-rated quarterback in QBR this year. He was 23rd in 2018. This Cleveland team's a mess. And, Bernie, that loss last week, how bad was that loss? You get the Denver Broncos. You need the game-like blood Cleveland does and you get Brandon Allen who had never taken a snap under center in a regulation NFL game and Cleveland wins the turnover battle by one they still lose this the game. They get outplayed by the Denver Broncos. Don't trust Cleveland at all. So, I know everyone's waiting for wow. You got to take Buffalo plus the points here a 6 and 2 team. The problem is Bernie, I think this Buffalo Bills team could be one of the worst 6 and 2 teams we have ever seen. I know they're 3 and 0 on the road. But some of these wins that they have at the Jets, when the Jets Mosley, their linebacker goes out, the Jets were up sixteen to nothing. The home win against the Bengals, the win at Eli led New York Giants. This is a bad six and two football team.
6: I want nothing to do with this game. Yes, you can lay the points if you want. By the way, the books are going to need Cleveland tomorrow. Eighty percent of the tickets are on Buffalo. If you're going to lay the points at in and the Browns being two and six. And you brought up an excellent point that maybe the Bills are not one of the better historic 6-2 and teams in the NFL, but that also presumes the inverse proportion that Cleveland is one of the better 2-6 and teams in history. What's that like, being the best hockey player in Argentina? I want nothing (laughs) to do with this game. All right, we've got a full slate, some juicy games, the Bears, Detroit, Rams, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Dallas, and we're going to get to all of them. So, he's Steve Fezzik. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And this is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Outta Vegas. Straight
1: of Vegas!
10: Where do you find the perfect developer? Well, we found her at her home office in Prague. But you can find her, and thousands like her, right now, On Upwork, when the world is your workforce, finding the perfect developer, designer, marketer, or whomever you may need, becomes a whole lot easier. Upwork, the world's work marketplace.
3: What's spring like in winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth. Having three resorts, Park City Mountain, Deer Valley, and Woodward Park City in your backyard. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. Discover spring in winter's favorite town. Learn to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. What's spring like in winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth. Having three resorts, Park City Mountain, Deer Valley, and Woodward Park City in your backyard. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross country skis, wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award winning restaurants, discover spring in Winter's favorite town. Learn to visit safely at visitparkcity.com.
6: We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and I want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Fez, the next game on the docket is a bit of a snoozer. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home laying four and a half against the visiting somewhat surprising Arizona Cardinals, the Tampa Bay Bucks, coming off back-to-back brutal losses against Seattle and Tennessee would, that they choked down late. You know, there was a famous actress by the name of Lily Tomlin who often once said, often once said, that doesn't make any sense. She said, I always wanted to be somebody. I just wish I'd been more specific. When I think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's what I think of. Who are these guys?
7: Well, they're a turnover machine, right? If you look at Jameis Winston and his 12 turnovers prior to last week, and amazingly, Winston only had one, but I give him credit. Given you're only going to have one turnover, make it happen at the end of the game when the game's tied and it compromises your ability to win. So you never trust Tampa Bay to take care of the ball. By contrast, think about Tom Brady. He's got entire years with only uh, six turnovers versus Winston with 12 in two games I think the key to this game, though, is this travel schedule. Let's go back in time. Let's go way back in time. Let's go back to Daniel Jones at Tampa Bay, where the Tampa defense was parted like the Red Sea when Jones ran it in for the winning touchdown. That was so long ago. That was September 22nd. That was the last time Tampa has played at home. They've been away from home forever, and they had to play at Seattle last week. Contrast that to an Arizona team that got to play on Thursday night. So we have a clear schedule, energy edge towards Arizona. I would look towards Arizona.
6: Yeah, I, Arizona would be the side. It's not a game I'll be involved in. And it's funny, I, sh- I should have said, who is Jameis Winston? Because you talk about a real enigma. People I respect years ago thought he was going to be something. Clearly, I think the game is, has passed him by. And he is a turnover machine. You're not wrong. Although I do have it on good authority. That he was at the buffet and had, he was juggling crab legs and didn't drop any of them.
7: Yeah, and Kyler Murray hasn't been dropping the football the last five games after a shaky start. Every start has been consistent, has not played one game that I would quantify as a poor no, game last five. I love that five. guy.
6: I love that guy. Him and, I'll tell you what, him and Cliff Kingsbury might have something going. Let's uh, keep an eye on that. All right, the New York Jets, New York Giants, they play in the same, the same stadium. Uh, The Giants, a a short two-and-a-half-point favorite. By the way, we give our best bets at the end of the show. Sleepy J, no sense in making you wait. His best bet is uh, involved in this game. It's the Jets over a 44. Jets, Giants over that Sleepy J's best bet. These are two fairly evenly matched organizations. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll tell you how matched. Uh, Since 2017 cumulatively, the Giants, they have a sparkling record of 10-31. and And the Jets, as Marv Alva would say, a record of 10 up and 30 down. That's pretty bad, right? But as I told Arnie and Aaron, I think when you get two garbage teams on a field where there's no real clear home field advantage, you take the points if you're so inclined, a game I'm not going to be involved in.
7: Yeah, and if you look at Daniel Jones, I think you've got to – measure him, at least how he's going to perform the rest of this year, more on his last five games where, frankly, he's been awful than his first two games when he was quite good. I think that the league has figured out some of his tendencies, some of the things he can do and that he cannot do. And the bottom line is if I had to project how he's going to do the rest of the year, I would much more look and wait the last five games where he's been the second-worst quarterback in the league. As bad as Darnold has played, I would still say I expect Darnold Darnold is the better quarterback right now. I agree. And the Jets have the better defense, given that the Jets plus three is the only side they could look to. A
6: couple of good running backs should give it, get a chance to toe at the rock, Le'Veon Bell and Saquon Bar- Barkley. I do agree with you that Sam Darnold is better than he's shown, and Adam Gase has taken a beating, but they gave him a vote of confidence this week. It's just kind of a bad situation all the way around. All right, Atlanta heads to New Orleans. Saints laying a big number here, 13 and a half historically, the Saints have had a habit of stubbing their toe in matchups like this. As a matter of fact, in this series, the Falcons, believe it or not, 24-10 and 10 against the number as a visitor in this series. They're getting 13 13.5. Atlanta coming off a bye. They've only won one game all year. This is a divisional game. Do you even look the way of the Falcons?
7: You know, I want to bet the Falcons. I probably will bet the Falcons if I can get 14 points. You nailed it you got a team that's supposed to win nine games in the Falcons. They've completely disappointed. They've only won one game. Their underlying stats are pretty good. Matt Ryan's numbers, especially in the second half when they're way behind, have looked very good as well. Plus 14 looks so juicy, but I haven't fired yet, and here's why, Bernie. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater goes five and zero straight up and against the the spread. So Drew Brees comes back, and I think normally Drew Brees would be very happy just to get a ten point win and get out of and and go ahead and move forward. Sure. However, with Teddy Bridgewater looking so good, what did I see from Drew Brees when he came back last week against Arizona? I saw a motivated Brees to get margin. He was throwing the ball with a double-digit lead with five minutes to play, and I saw the Saints put up 14 on Arizona in the fourth quarter. I'm worried he might do the same against a bad Atlanta defense, so uh, still probably going to bet Atlanta just a small bet.
6: Atlanta, one of those enigma teams where on offense, if you look at their offensive metrics – and for that matter, their defensive metrics, as you pointed out, their underlying stats really indicate they're better than a one-win team.
7: Yeah, and i, I got to put a little grain of salt with that because how many games has Atlanta had seemingly the Seattle game, down 24 nothing, the Viking game, down 28 nothing. Matt Ryan and the, the Atlanta Falcons and even um, the backup quarterback, Shob, have put up as many garbage yards as any team in the NFL year to
6: date. Speaking of coaching, Dan Quinn, he's on the hot seat. Uh, do you think he lasts the this, this season with Atlanta? That's a great question. Uh, because, because I think the team likes him. They're just not playing well. I can't put my finger on – he came over from Seattle, got him to the Super Bowl. You could make the case that the Falcons have never really completely recovered from that 28-3 lead they choked down against New England a couple of years ago. But this team on paper just isn't that bad. They're an enigma.
7: And the fact that Quinn took over the defense. And what's the problem been this year? The defense. All the more reason he's probably not going to make it to the end of the year. I know they've had injuries. I know their safety Neil went out. It doesn't matter. Atlanta's been one of the greatest disappointments in the NFL.
6: Oh, they've, been a, they've been a huge disappointment. Uh, I, I actually think there's real value grabbing the Falcons in 13 and a half points. It's a divisional game. You don't make a living in this business by laying double digits against divisional teams as you point out they're coming off a bye. We talk Well, there's a game we'll talk about later in the slate that's winless coming off a bye. Teams have a tendency to be focused when they've been coming when they're coming off a bye and they've really underachieved. Yeah,
7: it's a great point. So if a winless team is really good to bet on and get off of a bye, it makes sense that a team that's almost winless probably is going to be good as well and Atlanta would qualify.
6: Coming up uh, a lot of matchups that are very intriguing including the one that we're going to talk about next because it has to do with a trend going back to 1980 and it also has to do with a team that doesn't seem to win a lot, but they do seem to cover a lot. And we're gonna get to that in just a second. But first, let's go to the man who always Molly Wops the competition. It's Kevin Figures with the latest. (laughs) Thank you, Bernie. Appreciate
11: it. We'll start with college football with the college football scoreboard from Saturday. Take a look at the late slate of games before getting to the big highlights on the schedule. 22nd ranked Boise State improved to 8-1. They beat Wyoming in overtime. Cowboys missing a potential game-tying field goal in the extra session. Oklahoma nearly blew a three-touchdown lead held on for a one-point victory over Iowa State. Clemson curb NC State 55-10, 15th-rate Notre Dame dominated Duke 38-10. Now for those marquee matchups from earlier, you had second-ranked LSU go into Tuscaloosa and rack up well over 500 yards of total offense in a 46-41 to win. Joe Burrow threw for nearly 400 yards and three touchdowns. Tigers running back Clyde edwards Hilari had 180 yards of total offense and four scores. Earlier in the day, fourth-ranked Penn State suffered their first loss of the season as Minnesota held on for a 31-26 win. Gophers improved their record to 9-0 on the season. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now, you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit TrueCar Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college hoops, Texas upset Purdue. Top 25 wins for Oregon, Texas Tech, and Gonzaga. In the NBA, the Celtics beat the Spurs, but lost forward Gordon Hayward to a fractured left hand. Wins for Houston, Oklahoma City, and New Orleans. Back to straight out of Vegas.
6: Thanks a lot, Kevin. Hashtag respect, my man. And what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? I mean, you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Fez, Baltimore visits Cincinnati. The Ravens laying 10 points, as we talked about earlier in pre-show warm-up, The Ravens were laying 10.5 points at home in Baltimore a while back. The Bengals covered. They lost by six. Now they're laying 10 in Cincinnati. Here's the thing, though, about this game that you can't ignore. Huge emotional win for the Ravens against the undefeated Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, last night on the Sunday night game in front of God and everybody. Since 1980, when you upset the Super Bowl champ. And by the way, yes, the Ravens were getting points. They're 26 and 44 the following week against the spread. And if it happens to be a divisional game, this would be Baltimore now. They're only 7 and 25 in their division in that same situation. I'm really looking hard at the Bengals here.
7: Yeah, and that trend really makes a lot of sense. Think about it you beat the Super Bowl champ, you're an underdog, you're sky high, and then you go on the road. Inevitably, the flat spot. Now, our own Kevin Figures is never flat. Love his updates. Um, But I don't think Baltimore is going to have nearly... The same performance Kevin Figures just had reading down the latest information. And I can see them underperforming. Now, what's remarkable, this line's now 10.5. So now they're laying Baltimore over 10 points, the same as they were earlier in the year mm-hmm. when they were actually on the road against the Bengals. And it's all about Baltimore looking really good. And let's face it, the Bengals looking really, really bad. However, winless teams off of a bye. This is a a solid, profitable trend Absolutely. You blindly bet on these horrible teams in the NFL. They haven't won a game all year long. That are coming in off a buy. They're twenty-seven, nine, and one. Blindly betting every single one of them, and guess what? Every one of those teams was a really bad team as well. Maybe not as bad as these Bengals are, especially with Ryan Finley at quarterback. But maybe the Bengals get a little more excitement having a change under center. I'm going to bet the Bengals. I have bet the Bengals. And that's the side that I'm on. This is the type of game I'd recommend betting, not necessarily watching, because it could be difficult to watch.
6: I'm on the Bengals 2 plus 10. I'm in agreement. It's a great situational spot for the Bengals coming off a bye looking for the first one. You're going to get max effort. And as I talked about it a minute ago. They've been valued. Look, the market has not been kind to the Cincinnati Bengals. But they were a huge dog week one at Seattle, lost by one. They were a sizable dog at Buffalo, lost by two. And they just lost, as I mentioned, in Baltimore a few weeks back as a ten-and-a-half-point dog by six. More on that tease, wink, wink, nod, nod. I may revisit that in my best bet at the end of the show. All right, a game that's getting a lot of buzz right now. Detroit at Chicago. It's being reported that Matt Stafford is a game-time decision. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yes, I think he's going to play. I'm not going to give you 100%, but I give you 90%. Stafford has had chronic hip and back issues. The guy's tougher than Rocky Balboa. He's taken more hits than Rocky Balboa. I I believe he's going to play. The larger issue here is the Lions have lost 4-5, to and this Bears offense, Fez, I got to tell you, my goodness gracious, that offense couldn't score in a whorehouse with a fistful of 50s. They had nine total yards in the first half versus the Eagles last week. This is what I would call a classic strength versus strength, strength versus weekend matchup, weakness matchup. The Lions' offense versus the Bears' defense, but that Lions' defense is no great shakes. They rank bottom five in every significant defensive category. Meanwhile, the Bears' offense, well, you heard how I just described them. The Lions' Fez, I really think, miss carry on johnson so this game is gonna be on the shoulders of matt stafford and he's going up against a good bear defense not a great bear defense but you have to be a little concerned fez about the Bears defense and i'll tell you why because last week against philadelphia the eagles were not only 9 of 19 on third and fourth down situations success rate but their time of possession the eagles 41 minutes against the bears last week the key matchup issue here is Stafford far better than Trubisky.
7: Yes, and with Stafford possibly being compromised with his hip, we think he's going to play. That is a concern. I I have one question on this game. I don't know the answer to it, so I'm not going to bet it. Can Detroit take advantage of the Bears missing their run stuffer, Akeem Hicks? What's been the narrative on the Bears since he went out? You can run all over them. We've seen the Saints, the Raiders, and the Eagles all run for 145 yards the last three weeks, but without On Johnson, Boy, Detroit has struggled to move the ball on the ground where they've gotten less than 100 yards the last two weeks. I don't know the answer
1: to this question. I'm going to pass the game.
6: Because Stafford is averaging 312 yards a game through the year, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions, he's got a passer rating of 106. He's had four 300-yard games. It's all going to come down to Matt Stafford, Mitch Trubisky. Hard to watch it play. Watch him play. He's throwing for 170 yards a game. Forget it. I'm not going to give you Trubisky stats. You'll drive off the road. We don't want that. All right, Miami indianapolis interesting game jacoby Brissett is out brian hoyer is in how many points is Brissett worth over hoyer two and a half points all right so you've got a situation though where miami comes in ryan fitzpatrick he's been pretty hot the problem is fez the dolphins in their last 16 games on the road as a franchise one and 15 straight up four and 12 against the number Although I do think the value here is with the dog.
7: I agree that Miami is the side that I'm looking towards Fitz Magic in his last four games while he's been playing the Dolphins have only been scored outscored by 2 points and FitzPatrick has been a top 10 quarterback in the stats Miami is clearly undervalued with Fitzpatrick and the Colts team. You nailed it. Not only are they missing Brissett, but this is a team that's not 100%. They'll be missing T.Y. Hilton, and the Colts already have cluster injuries at wide receiver. Their center may miss. I am looking towards the Dolphins.
6: You know why I am going to pay extra close attention to this game? I got a funny feeling you're going to have a lot of folks on Indianapolis tomorrow as their survival pool pick. Mm. Thoughts? Certainly makes sense, and You know,
7: these survival pools, for those who are not familiar, you got to pick one winner straight up all week long throughout Mm -hmm. the football season. And so this is a classic game where you don't want to most of the people in these pools have already used a lot of the good teams. So you want to be able to go ahead and play on a medium type of team playing a bad team where you're confident that they're going to win. And this certainly qualifies. This could wreck a whole lot of the survivors in survival pools. If Indy comes up short,
6: it's a bit of a risk. Although I do think Brian Hoyer is a capable quarterback. He cut his teeth in the bill Belichick system. It is a drop off a bit, but Colts tough at home and coming off that loss They've got designs on making the playoffs, and I think the Colts are good value tomorrow in terms of a survival pool pick, but I'm not in a hurry to lay the 10 points.
7: Nor am I. Uh, Hoyer was the only recent quarterback of the Cleveland Browns since they um, started back up to have a winning record as the quarterback of the Browns with any substantial number of starts.
6: I want to remind you folks that Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not... A discover customer it includes your fico credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit learn more at discover.com credit scorecard limitations apply a couple of juicy games a lot to talk about the rams visit pittsburgh and then minnesota visits dallas two very interesting games with lots of storylines and lots of data designed to make your head explode. He's Steve Fezzik. I'm Bernie Frato. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Support
1: for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
3: With Amex Platinum, once-in-a-lifetime perks happen all the time. The high-end airport lounges that make layovers enjoyable. The dining perks that open doors to new restaurants. The 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties with elevated benefits. Like late checkout, because vacations should never end early. With the Platinum Card, experience once in a lifetime, all the time. Just some of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com
8: slash with Platinum. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Royal Caribbean, an award-winning global cruise line. A vacation is what you make it. So are you ready to make the most of it? A Royal Caribbean adventure is the perfect opportunity to not just take a vacation, but to take it for all it's worth. We know you're eager to get back out there. And with Royal Caribbean, you can make the most of the moment and rise to the vacation. This is not just a cruise. This is the biggest, boldest vacation on land or at sea. This is pushing the limits of what could be done at sea and on land, breaking records and earning honors along the way. With over 270-plus destinations from the Caribbean, Alaska to Europe, and the biggest ships in the world to take you there, each one of our cruises is packed full of onboard features you won't find anywhere else, like the tallest slide at sea and the tallest water slide in all North America, plus dining that takes your taste buds on a world tour, jaw-dropping entertainment, An award-winning service delivered by a crew that comes to us from over 140 countries. So just don't take a vacation. Rise to the vacation. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Visit RoyalCaribbean.com to learn more.
10: Where do you find the perfect project manager? Well, we found him in his perfectly organized home office in Adelaide. But you can find him. And thousands like him, right now, on Upwork. When the world is your workforce, finding the perfect project manager, designer, developer, or whomever you may need becomes a whole lot easier. Upwork, the world's work marketplace.
6: We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And before we go any further and get to the best bets, I want to thank my guys back in Los Angeles, Chris Perfett, Eric Roberts, and Kevin Figures. Great job, guys, turning all the dials, keeping us glued together so that we can provide this quality programming to a grateful nation. Thanks so much again, guys. Uh, all right, Carolina Green Bay, Fez, before we get to the final two games, Rams pit many Dallas and best bets. Uh, A game I thought I might fire on the dog. I'm a little cautious. Carolina is three in one of the last four, but they've been out gained in all four of those games. That's problematic to me. But what to me is also problematic is if you are a Green Bay Packer fan and if you had been pleasantly surprised by their defense in the first three games when they were giving up 11 points a game and only allowing 320 yards and they'd had eight takeaways, well, the last six games, clearly, Fez, They've regressed. They're now giving up 26 points a game. They're giving up over 400 yards per game, and they've only had six takeaways in the last six games versus eight takeaways in the first three. What are your thoughts on this game?
7: Yeah, the word is out on the street, if you will, on how to beat that Green Bay defense that they've kept. They acquire both of the Smiths and their fantastic rushers. So just play smash mouth and run right at Green Bay. And that's been the Achilles heel for the Packers. And it's a bad matchup playing Carolina. Carolina's number five in rush offense. McCaffrey, spectacular year to date. And MVP candidate in Green Bay now has the number 26 rush defense. And I got to tell you, Bernie, I think Carolina here... Shutting down Cam Newton, putting him on the IR, I think that's a good thing because now they know they have to be all in with Kyle Allen. It's almost like you burn one chip, you got to make it work now with Kyle Allen, and I think that that's a positive for Carolina.
6: I I agree with you, and uh, I think this kid's done a good job, and Christian McCaffrey uh, is in the conversation as the MVP of the league. So if he can have the kind of success on the ground against Green Bay – Uh, that other teams have, that does take pressure off Kyle Allen. Getting four points, it seems like the line is right about where it should be.
7: Yeah, the only concern is that uh, Green Bay is one of the largest home field advantages. In fact, it's worth four points, and that's why I can't bet Carolina. I can only lean there, because think about this. You can only bet Carolina in this game if you think Carolina is better than Green Bay, and I don't, so it's a pass.
6: Well, it scares me a little, too, because remember what happened to Green Bay last week against the Chargers, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think they were all business this week. So anyway, moving on, Rams-Pittsburgh. Rams visit Pittsburgh tomorrow. The uh, Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay's team, laying four at the Steelers. In the Sean McVay era, the Rams are 18-4 and four on the road in the regular season. But let's not go to sleep on this Pittsburgh Steeler team, Fez, for a couple of reasons. First of all, The Minka Fitzpatrick acquisition is really paying dividends. Uh, If you look at Pittsburgh's defense, they've already gotten 22 takeaways in the first half of 2019 after accumulating only 15 takeaways all of last season. Steelers four and one in their last five games, only allowing 16 points per game and 270 yards of offense to the opposition. That's not bad. That puts you in top five category.
7: And Minka Fitzpatrick, you could argue, single-handedly won the game against the Colts. The Pittsburgh Steelers were in trouble. They were down ten to three. Indy was driving, and Minka got that 96-yard interception return, a 14-point swing. So Pittsburgh did win the game, but they were fortunate they knocked out the Colts quarterback as well. I'll say this about the Rams. It's an ideal spot. Yes. They're favored on the road, and they're off of a bye. And what do we see when we see teams in the NFL go on the road? So often they get complacent. Maybe not McVay's teams, but most NFL teams, they know they're the better team, and they don't perform. However, historically, if you're off of a bye and then you travel on the road, And you're favored. You do great against the spread. How great? 75 and 38 against the spread. That's 66% with a big sample going back to 2000. Those teams wind up being motivated. There's no question the Rams are not just the better team, but the much better team. Why? Because they have a top five defense and Pittsburgh has a bottom five offense. I could only look to the Rams. I could only look to the under.
6: 10 seconds. Two things that bother me though. I believe you made this game two, two and a half, three. So you're paying a premium for uh, the Rams on the road. And secondly, Mike Tomlin in his career, he's only been a home dog 14 times, and he's got a sparkling record as a home dog.
7: Absolutely. I'm going against my power ratings. My pure power ratings say that this game should only be two. So it's the situational spot that makes me like the Rams, but I do like the under regardless.
6: All right, before we get to our best bets, final game on the docket, we're going to talk to Talk about tonight, the Sunday night game, Minnesota visiting Dallas. Oh, we're all over the map on this one. Okay, so the Vikings lost last week at Kansas City, not to Patrick Mahomes, but to Matt Moore in that 30th-ranked defense. Kansas City racked up a lot of yards on the ground against Minnesota. I know a lot of it was on one play. Meanwhile, the Vikings as a road dog since 2016, a road dog, only 3-9 and nine straight up, 4-8 against this rib. But Captain Kirk... Don't look now in his last four games, thirteen touchdowns, one interception, two hundred and ninety-seven yards per game, one twenty-two passer rating, but the big butt Pee-wee is only six and thirteen straight up in primetime games. Couple that with a Dallas inconsistent offense, Fez Take it away. whole lot of
7: conflicting information on Kirk Cousins. Let's go ahead and forget all that and come in with one factor, and I'm going to give Jonas Knox and R.J. Bell credit for this one, along with our own Mackenzie Rivers, who's did the full research. It turns out, the one factor you need to know when Kirk Cousins quarterbacks a game, what time does the game start? Because if it starts at 1 o'clock Eastern and you bet on Kirk Cousins, you cover two-thirds of the time. He's so meticulous with his planning. He loves to have the same routine. You get him out of his routine, he's bad in prime time. He's just bad when it's not 1 o'clock Eastern start time. How bad? 10 and 21 against the spread. So because of that, one factor, I'm on Dallas minus three, and Dallas is my best bet.
6: All right, and you got Dallas at three. Right now it's minus three. Got lay a dollar twenty. Lay it tonight. Yep. I think it goes up to three and a half tomorrow. That's an excellent point. Couple things that bother me. I don't want to go against you, but Zimmer seventeen and three against the spread after a loss. The uh, Cowboys only two and eleven straight up and three and ten against the spread following Monday Night Football. And one final thing, God, I love Jason Garrett. I really mean it. He's he's a good guy. Three divisional championships above five hundred. The NFL. That doesn't grow on trees. He's bad as a home favorite, maybe 39% in his career.
7: I got a feeling that they're going to be missing, (laughs) Adam.
6: A little uh, wordplay there. Okay, my best bet tomorrow, we talked about it earlier, I really like a lot the Cincinnati Bengals getting 10 at home against the Ravers. They lost to one against Seattle, lost by two at Buffalo, lost by six at Baltimore, getting 10.5 at Baltimore. Now they're getting 10 at home. This is a good situational spot. For the Ravens, excuse me, the Bengals coming off a bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. Next up, the man from Nashville, it's Jason Martin and the Jason Martin Show. Keep it locked. Straight Out of Vegas!
3: What's spring like in winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a Bluebird Day to ski the greatest snow on earth, having three resorts. Park City Mountain, Deer Valley, and Woodward Park City in your backyard. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. Discover spring in Winter's favorite town. Learn to visit safely at visitparkcity.com.
4: Using your Aspiration Zero credit card helps fight climate change. It's true. See, Aspiration Zero plants a tree each time you make a purchase, and tree planting is one of the most effective ways to combat global warming. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach Carbon Zero. Aspiration Zero. One card, zero carbon footprint. Learn more at aspiration.com. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank member FDIC 2021.
10: Where do you find the perfect graphic designer? Well, we found her at her home studio in Austin, Texas. But you can find her, and thousands like her, right now on Upwork. When the world is your workforce, finding the perfect designer, developer, marketer, or whomever you may need, becomes a whole lot easier. Upwork, the world's work marketplace.